Welcome to the Her Sports Story podcast, where we share in the stories of former female athletes, connect on the transition out of sport, and create a space where the always an athlete tribe can come for connection and inspiration. I'm your host, Bethany Crouch, founder of the Her Sports Story blog and podcast, and former competitive gymnast of 15 years to an athlete advocate professional. It makes my heart so happy to connect in and share these former female athlete stories. And I am so grateful and excited that you are here to join us. What happens when you start to own your story? Well, this conversation is with a dear, dear former teammate of mine, and her name is Emma Lee. Emma shares with us her sports story and her journey through college athletics, having to leave sport not on her terms, trying to process the exit as well as moving on past gymnastics. And I am so incredibly proud of her. She is so real in this conversation, so vulnerable, so authentic, and it's exactly what her sports story is all about is truly putting it out there, owning your feelings in every part of your journey, owning the process, and I am so excited that she stopped by to share her story with us. Emma, I am so happy that you are on the Her Sports Story podcast today. We have much to talk about, but thank you so much for being here. Yeah, of course. And we go back quite a few years, (laughs) I would say. (laughs) I think I, so when I first started at the gym, the club gym that we went to, I think I was 10 years old. Really? Yeah. And I, gosh, how old were you then when you first started? I went to, I started at that gym, I think when I was like four or five. Wow. So you must have been, yeah, you were probably like already in like level seven or something Mm -hmm. like that. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Which is exactly, you're exactly spot on (laughs) when I moved to that gym and it was year 2000. Oh gosh, 2000. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was... Still a baby then. That was 19 years ago. Goodness. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Time flies, right? It does. But anyway, so Emma and I, we have known each other probably, you know, once we started kind of, I started getting acquainted in the gym, my early like preteen years, and then you were, gosh, five, six, seven years old. (laughs) Yeah. I totally saw you as like, like mini me and like so cute and just doing it, you know, starting the gymnastics journey. So there's a bit of a age gap between us, but you were the sweetest and I love watching <laughs> you grow up and compete. And we, of course, endured the club gymnastics experience together, all of the fun times, all of the super challenging times. So I would love for the Her Sports Story audience to get a glimpse into your sports story. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, started at club gymnastics. yeah, I started gymnastics when I was two, so wow. that kind of started my whole sport experience. I actually did two other sports while doing gymnastics oh. up until like fifth grade. So, what other sports I, did you play? I did skiing and ice skating. So, oh, goodness. yeah, so okay. those were pretty impactful sports on the body. So, yes. you know, um, yeah, and I did that up until fifth grade and I realized I was like gymnastics is what I rather be doing um, with my time and I really couldn't fit anything other in my uh, in my schedule so I had to pick at least one so I I dropped ice skating first which 
Um, I really miss ice skating, but yeah, I did that competitively and I also did skiing. So I did ice skating in the morning before school, then I would do uh, school, then I do gymnastics after school ended, and then we would do skiing on the weekends. So I had a very busy childhood. Wow. Oh <laughs> yeah. my goodness. Even after all these years, I don't know if I knew that. And that's so impressive. <laughs> ice skating is so hard. <laughs> like, I am Bambi on ice when it comes to skates. Like, the little kids will be like, can you move? Can you get off the wall, please? <laughs> oh my yeah. God. My, uh, my dad, he, uh, he did ice skating and skiing and gymnastics. So he wow. put us, he put me and my sister in as well. So I kind of had that active lifestyle from the beginning. Um, but yeah, so I did that up until like gymnastics got really competitive and, you know, we were traveling and all of that. So I really mm -hmm. couldn't do all of it. Um, so then I stopped skiing you know, in like seventh or eighth grade, because that's the time I like moved to level 10. So by the time I got to level nine or 10, it was, it was way too much. So I had mm -hmm. to stop one. Um, and then I didn't really ski much after that, just because it was, was quite a lot um, with yeah. traveling and then with school. And then, you know, trying to apply for colleges, it was just, it was a whole bunch. So mm -hmm. um but yeah, and then got to level 10, like freshman year. So I was like 12 or 13. Mm -hmm. And then I, you know, I did pretty well freshman year. Um, my first year at level 10, I made it to nationals. And then sophomore year, you know, was trying to just get like upgrade my skills. And I I did that, but I didn't really compete as well as I did freshman year. Mm -hmm. I think I was, I was just a little bit more nervous um, <laughs> just because, recruiting and stuff and I, you know everyone mm -hmm. in the nation is already being recruited they're already being looked at like schools are already talking to them so I kind of felt that pressure um, and also pressure on myself to you know just kind of rise to the occasion but mm -hmm. then junior year I got really serious I kind of narrowed down where I wanted to go um, obviously looking for a scholarship but you know walking on is still just as good mm -hmm. um, to any school so I was looking at like University of Washington, I was looking at, you know, UCLA, which is a, a dream school, to be honest, yeah. <laughs> I was okay. still gonna try, um, and then I tried, like, some smaller schools, so it was kind of just wherever I could get in, um, and yeah, so then junior year, like, kind of, like, around September, right before, like, when school started, I, you know, did normal practice, like did school, did normal practice. And then we got to, you know, we got to vault. It was like probably like our first or second event. I can't, I can't remember, but I was doing um, a skill that no one really had done at the gym. And I just, it was a blind landing. I landed really low and my knee just gave out and I had mm. tore my ACL. Mm. Uh, but the funny thing is I went to the emergency room that day mm -hmm. and they were like, it was one of those emergency rooms where you're not really like, you, they kind of just look at you and examine you. Don't they? Don't. Yeah. It wasn't an MRI, so they okay. didn't really actually know. So they were like, "Oh no, you're like your knee's probably just like, you know, partially like, it's just partially torn, or you know, it's mm -hmm. not to the extent of it being torn." And then I went to an actual like MRI and like mm -hmm. knee doctor, um, and he worked for like UC Davis, so. Mm -hmm their medical program was good. So they're like, yeah, you tore your ACL. And I was like, oh, good, good timing. <laughs> great timing. Oh, great timing. And mm -hmm. I just, in that moment, I was like, this is like, this is the worst. I have never yeah. hurt myself up until that point. I never, like, I never even rolled an ankle up until that point. So I had no idea what it was like to be injured. And so kind of navigating through that, I mm -hmm. just so different so yeah and then I got surgery really quick and I was like very determined to get back and I got back way faster than I should have and I you know got back in six months normally wow. it's nine months but I felt a lot of pressure from you know my parents I felt a lot of pressure from mm -hmm. like myself obviously and then coaches were like you know this is the time that you're being recruited yeah. you know you got her at the you know basically the wrong time and I was like good I didn't, I didn't know that. Right. <laughs> yes. um, right. 
And so they kind of just pushed me to the side and I was like, oh, good. I guess I'll just have to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So went through the whole entire like six to seven months trying to like get back. And like I at the time, I didn't know I should take in longer to, you know, heal. But at that point, you're just like you're in high school. You're like college is coming up. That's kind of your life. And you want to do sports. That was that was the dream for me. So, yeah. And then I you know, got back quick, um, still hurt, but I was just kind of like, you, you play through, like you go through injuries, you kind of just do it. And mm-hmm. then I competed senior year and I got all the way to pretty much the end. And then at, um, state, so it was like 2014. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went through the whole me, I was doing pr- like pretty well for myself. Um, for just getting back and then my last rotation I or yeah it was floor and I was like floor is my best event like I got this but like it was really like I was really tired that meet for some reason like just something fell off and I knew that going into my like routine and the next thing you know like last pass I landed like straight knee and then it buckled and it was my other leg so Um, I had my right ACL junior year and then I tore my left one you know not even two years later mm -hmm. so that was like like eye-opening I was like really I have to go through this again this sucks yeah Um, and I think I was more scared the the second time because I knew what was gonna happen and you know how Mm -hmm. hard that really was so yeah, so then I uh, still still uh, got recruited for college, which was, you know, now looking back, I was like, how did, how did I do that? <laughs> um, but they really liked me, you know, before I got hurt, and they're like, well, let's see how you do after. And, you know, I kept in contact with them. So I ended up going to University of Washington, and um, the coach at the time really liked me, and they, you know, needed floor and vault people. So I was, like, kind of right up where they needed and then freshman year came along, we went, you know, into the summer and we got um, used to practice, used to uh, our like practice schedule. And then we got like used to a class. So kind of imitating yeah. what we would be doing, you know, in the fall. And then I went through that whole month, um, which was great. Like I have never had such a great time before, like doing sport and school, like mm-hmm. before it felt before it felt like a job I was like man I gotta go to school in the morning like I gotta wake up then I gotta go to practice for four hours and then <laughs> don't even go to bed until like 1 a.m and then uh-huh. I have to wake up at like six it was just and that was like for a good like 10 like basically my whole childhood yeah um, mm-hmm. so I was pretty tired you know going through all of that and then I haven't like I hadn't felt you know like this is like you only have to practice like you know two or three hours you like you do your stuff and you get it like you get in mm-hmm. get out um and then you handle your school so I was really like I was really accustomed to that and it kind of transitioned me into like college athletics mm-hmm. and then you know I went through that month I still wasn't really doing anything I w- was barely walking at the time like I could barely walk up the stairs mm-hmm. and my coach you know we just did basically whatever I could do my rehab and then I did some you know upper body and abs and stuff and you know you can only do so much of that so um it was pretty it was pretty hard for me seeing everybody else do like you know gymnastic stuff and I was like I really want to get back yeah after that month ended it was like summer before you know college fall started and the coach was like hey, can you come talk to me after, um, after you're done with your classes, like your final class? So I was like, okay, like thinking nothing of it. Maybe she just wants to check in because, you know, coaches do that. And then she took me to her office and I just like got that bad vibe again. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh no, this is, I don't think this is going to go well, but like, let's see. So she sits me down and she said, you know, we don't really think you're a good fit here. And I was like, oh, good. (laughs) I don't fit in anywhere I guess Mm -hmm. so then she was like we just you know basically we kind of see your injuries as like we want you to be healthy in the long run is what Mm -hmm. how she put it and I was like at that in that moment I was like 
okay, like that's in the long run though. Like I, I want to do it now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she was just like, you know, we, we can transfer you if you want, but like, we just don't see you fitting in with like, with our team and like, you know, what our values and goals are or something like that. And I was just like, in that moment, I was like, damn, like <laughs> this is like, it's over. I, like, there's nothing I can do about it. And so I was just like, you know, please don't do this. Like I, I didn't come back from my two ACL surgeries to basically, you know, go through this. And she's like, we like, we understand, but like, you just don't fit our ideal, like look of the team. And I was like, mm. what the hell does that mean? Yeah. And I finally, like, I finally realized what it meant. Mm-hmm. And it just, everything just came like crashing down. And then <laughs> she was like, let's go see like the sports psychologist. Cause I know this is like a rough trans it's gonna be a rough transition and I was like like I'm not ready to accept this like this is over so Mm -hmm. I went to go meet with him that was like a two-hour conversation but that like for me it it didn't seem over it was just kind of like oh this is another like setback so yeah Mm -hmm. so then after that I she I just kind of gave up and I was like you know what if you don't want me I don't really want to be on a team or a coach that wants me so Mm -hmm. And I didn't even find out from, like, my teammates knew before I did. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I was like, good. That's cool. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah, became team manager. I don't know why I did this, but Mm -hmm. I uh, became team manager thinking that that would be a better transition for me, like, out of sport, and it just made it ten times worse. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it helped – what for what I'm doing now so it wasn't all for nothing but it was a really hard two years you know freshman and sophomore of college like you're straight out of high school you don't know what you're doing you don't you don't know what you want to do with your life so I was all over the place I really struggled and then I finally was like I need to separate from gymnastics and I was like I need to be completely gone from it you know doing it for 18 years that's Mm -hmm. a lot so yeah so then yeah, graduated college and yeah, here I am. Wow. Oh my goodness. Right? <laughs> we look back on our, our sport journeys and we're like, wow. Wow, well, yeah. That's a lot. Right? It's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Everything from being injured as an athlete, it's like a part of your soul is missing. <laughs> when oh, you're yes. like right. Yes. When uh-huh. you're on the, you know, side doing your rehab. And when you are going through that experience at such really like such a young age, not only with your first go round, but even your second, like still like in those teen kind of years. And the amount of like mental strength and maturity that you have to have to come out on the other side of that is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I just applaud you for, you know, continuing to push because it is this, it's this, I think it's, it's normalized, but almost too much to where it's like, oh, they're injured. Well, you'll just like rehab and get back. Yeah. Yeah. you'll figure it out it'll be fine <laughs> over yeah. there. the whole world is slightly falling apart it's cool yeah <laughs> it's fine so, yeah I'm so proud of you that you navigated that and then you know moving one moving away to college two recovering you know still recovering and rehabbing as you are going into said college and then going through what you went through And of course, like sometimes as an athlete, when we're like, okay, we want to make it to college athletics, college athletics is our goal. And then we get there and it's not what we think. Or right? (laughs) No, it is not. This like dreamy place that college college athletics, oh, it's just going to be so great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You think it's like a, it's like, it's like a whole different, you know, world. Like it's all, you know, rainbows and roses and stuff and, you know, nothing can go wrong, but really it's the total opposite. Yeah. Right. And a lot of like, when I am working with athletes and just like talking to other former athletes, like a lot of life stuff happens in college. 
Oh, yeah. Outside, outside of your sport and outside of academics. I mean, of course, balancing all that is in the mix of, yeah. you know, transitioning to adult, but so much life stuff. And I will, you know, I know that you've <laughs> navigated a lot of life stuff, including this kind of uh, abrupt end to your sport, right? Yeah. So obviously when something like that happens, it's not just like you take a month and it's like, oh, or two months, oh, that's sometimes it's years. And like, yeah, I would love for you to talk about some of those challenges that you faced when transitioning out. I mean, not only were you the, the team manager, but you, you found that you had to like separate yourself, but even separating yourself, there's still like challenges there. So go ahead and and speak to that part of your journey. Yeah. So I had a like very hard time trying to transition and, you know, like accept that it was over um, just because it happened, you know, so abruptly. Mm -hmm. And I was just thinking like, like, what did, like, what could I have done to make this like, not happen (laughs) and I was like there's really like there's really nothing you can do because in in their mind like sport is a business and they're doing Mm -hmm. like their life depends on 18 to 22 year olds so Mm -hmm. you know if they're gonna discard one they might as well just discard the one that they can't you know that's Mm -hmm. not really helping them so in that like in that aspect I was like I just felt kind of like thrown to the curb like you didn't Mm -hmm. like we recruited you but you like you don't really matter so like Mm -hmm. for that I was just like man like a freshman in college like I wanted to go with a med route like I wanted to do you know I want to be like a sport you know physical Mm -hmm. therapist or something like that working with athletes and I was like the medical route freshman year like that's insane like I had really like (laughs) For me, I had really high, like, standards, and, you know, being a gymnast, we, we have to be at that high standard, we have to be, you know, perfectionist, and I think that, like, in that, you know, in that whole moment, I was, like, this, like, this is the worst, (laughs) like, I don't think anything else can be as bad as this, and so I just felt, like, I felt into, like, a very, like, deep depression, and I, I just was, like, I don't, really know what else I can like I don't know what else I like and so being like being the team manager you know it was cool like I was still in the gym but my team like my classmates that I came in with like they're they're you know transitioning into college athletics which is completely different than club yeah Um, and so I don't know I just I couldn't relate to my teammates they were all still doing gymnastics and I was just kind of like over here like yay, I can move your mats if you want. Like, this is what I'm here for. I'm just going to stand here for four hours and watch you do yeah. what I could be doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just, I never really felt a part of the team because I was like, I'm not competing. Like, why do I even, why do I even matter? Mm-hmm. And so um, navigating through that, I was just like, you know, maybe like, let's go through this year and see, like, see how I do. Um, and I think part of me was just like, I don't want to leave like this like sport realm. Cause that's all I know. And I was like, I already made friends. Like I've made friends with other athletes. So like, why should I go find something else? So it was more yeah. of just like a convenient thing for me. And I didn't want to like knowing me, like I'm very introverted. So I didn't really want to go out and make new friends. It's really hard for me to do that. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is like, this is comfortable. And then, you know, I went through the second year and I was just like, like, this is not good. Like I'm very like unhappy. Uh, the coaches didn't really care that I was there. They're just like, yeah, you're helping out, but like, you're not a part of the team. We don't really like, we don't really actually care about you. So then, um, I like kind of figured out what I wanted to do in school. So that was a little bit easier, but like, I was still struggling. I was, I was just struggling in all areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like sophomore year, I like, I went to like the school therapist. I also saw the sport psychologist. Um, they were, you know, they were nice enough to let me use her and just kind of talk to her, you know, every week just cause it is a big transition. Um, and so, and they knew that I was, that I struggled with depression. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, you know, let's see if they can help me. And I just, 
um, that kind of helped, but like the sports psych and like the school's therapy is very different. So mm -hmm. I just didn't really get a lot of consistency. And so I just kind of gave up and I was like, you know, what? we'll just like, we'll have to deal, deal with it. Like you deal with everything. Yep. So yeah. And then I finally, like after talking, you know, with, um, the sports psychologist, she was like, you, like, you just need to make a decision. Like, I know, like, we know it's hard for you to like, actually like let go, but you, you got to make a decision. Like, do you want to stay and do this or do you want to go? Cause right now it doesn't seem like you are happy with what, like, you know, with what you're doing. I was like, like on the one hand, I do like being near the girls, but at the same time, I don't, I didn't feel like I was a part of, mm -hmm. like, of their crew. And as much as like, I can understand of what, I, like of what I'm seeing, I can't like physically or mentally understand like what they go through on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. So with that, I was just like, I, I think it's time for me to separate myself from gymnastics and like finally transition into being a regular person. <laughs> uh, as much as we want to say a regular person, like, mm -hmm. you know, life without sports sucks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So then I like finally made that big decision. And I, at first I was like, wow, this, I, like, <laughs> this sucks more than the first time. I don't know which one's worse, yeah. but I finally felt a little bit better. And I was like, I need to figure out what I like outside of gymnastics. Um, and that was really hard. I'm still trying to figure that out, but I was just like, I don't know what I like. I, I don't know anything besides practicing for four hours and then going to school so that was a big transition and I after that I really like buckled down on my like schoolwork and I was like I need to you know do better in school because I was focusing on that which I was volunteering like I wasn't getting paid for it so um yeah so I you know that that year after I got my GPA up like best GPA I had throughout college I narrowed down what major I wanted and I finally found something that I like liked learning about so you know that was good it was still hard like I still lived with you know mm -hmm. girls on the team um and I also lived with other athletes so like it's kind of kept me in the sport realm like we we hung out with other athletes so I wasn't like totally out of it so I think that in that social aspect it helped um, but like, I didn't, I, I don't remember. I think I went to all of, I still went to all of their home meets cause like college meets are like way different than club meets. Oh, it's yeah. so much more fun mm -hmm. and I love watching them. Mm -hmm. um, so I still went to those, you know, like five meets that they had at home. But other than that, like I still supported them, but it was just kind of like, you're out, you really don't have to you don't really have to deal with all the, you know, drama and politics that go into it. So yeah. that was kind of a, a cleanse for me, I guess. And so, mm -hmm. so good. Yeah. I mean, through that transition one, like it's not talked out about enough, I think, hence why I created her <laughs> sports story, but that it's okay to struggle and it's okay to, you know, seek resources and it's okay to change your environment. And I find that that's such a huge factor. A part of our just success in life is our mm -hmm. environment. Who are we surrounding ourselves with? What are, what's our thought patterns every day? What do those look like? And, you know, sometimes we live in like that circulating, like, uh, those feelings. I imagine like when you went to the gym, you had certain feelings when you were moving mats, when you're watching girls, yeah. you know, so, and you know, when I left my sport, you know, I guess junior year of college, I was their meet coordinator the following year. So I was in a similar <laughs> spot. I wasn't as involved in you yeah. as you were, but yeah, I remember being like, oh, this is weird. Like being yeah. on the other side of it. And yeah, like you feel this like disconnect or like, oh, thanks for, you know, the time that you were here. But now that you're not competing, um, yeah, do what you can to help. <laughs> it's this super thanks. weird time, yeah. right? Yeah. And just navigating that. But I'm, I'm so proud that you know, you are still on this journey and still figuring out what you like and don't like, and that's okay. 
like I keep telling, you know, athletes or former athletes that I come across with, they're like, I still miss my sport. And it's been three years. I was like, I've been out eight. Connect with other athletes. <laughs> Literally, so true. Like I, for that, you know, for that time and that transition, like even, you know, even two years after, like after I wasn't a team manager, like even graduating, I was like, why, like, why do I still miss it? And I, mm-hmm. I think that part was like, I don't, I haven't found something that like will fulfill that. And I don't think something ever will, but mm-hmm. something can come close to it. But I think that it's just nothing made me feel the way I felt when I was doing like gymnastics. And I think mm-hmm. that, you know, we, you know, you're always going to struggle with that if you need, you know, you need to find something that, you know, fulfills you in that way. Um, but it's not necessarily going to be that exact way. So I think that's, you know, that's what I kind of struggle with is you're never going to find that same thing. You can find something similar. Yeah. And that's such good perspective and such good advice because I think as former athletes, we want to find that feeling again, that like feeling of, being in our elements and Mm -hmm. like, we're just total, and you know, like you remember it, like when you step to, into a meet and you're like, I am here, I am boss and going to take some names um, and just do amazing (laughs) this meet. And you know, everything's in flow and fluidity. And that's the, those are the pieces that I think we all as former athletes miss. And it's like, okay, what, what could come close and then it's like, well, that might just live in a completely separate category, right? Mm-hmm. Because it embodied our our mind, body, and soul. Like it, we yeah. did everything. <laughs> That's more like blood, sweat, and tears, like it all. So, you know, it's totally a journey finding what's new and like that you like. And, you know, you are kind of in your new educational path or newer, I would say, mm-hmm. uh, pursuing your master's degree at the University of San Francisco, which I'm an alum over here too. <laughs> Great program. <laughs> Love sport management. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel when you're either in that program or picking up on new experiences or internships that you're starting to find just little pieces that your soul kind of resonates with, you're like, oh, I kind of like that. I kind of enjoy that part. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I got into the University of San Francisco sport management program. Uh, It's a very well-known program. Um, Great alum network. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, So I didn't really know that I wanted to do a master's. I mean, I always knew I would eventually, but I didn't realize that I would do it right out of college but then again knowing myself I was like if I stop school like if I stop school right now I don't think I'll go back Mm -hmm. so or I'll be you know in five years that'll go back so I was like you know what we'll just apply we'll see if we get in and you know I got into the one um, they have one in the main campus in San Francisco and then they have one in Orange County so right now um, I'm in Orange County uh, which there's a lot of sports um, colleges and all of that here so that was cool um, and then just like being in being in Orange County is way different than being in NorCal so that oh, yeah. was an experience in itself um, so yeah so going from you know Sacramento or you know living my whole life in Sacramento then moving to Seattle was a big change and then I even had a really big change coming down to Orange County because I was like it's new I know no one (laughs) I know about maybe like two people uh so navigating that by myself was pretty hard um but I mean it's been almost a year so I've kind Mm -hmm. of gotten a little bit acquainted um but still still trying to figure it out um but yeah when I initially went in the program I was it was good I was really excited because I was like yes this is I found something I want to do and then the first class uh Cellini Cellini's class yeah um, <laughs> lovely class to start off with which is uh-huh. actually good because the rest of it was just kind of like <laughs> it like it was a good start off yeah um, totally so you know I was really nervous like going into it 
knowing that I probably would be the youngest in the class. And it turns out that I was. So not that that's any, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not bad. It's just, you know, something to keep in mind. Um, And so a lot of, you know, age ranges in in master's programs. So um, it was good to kind of get a perspective of, you know, people that were outside that haven't been, you know, in school for the last, you know, couple years. So um, just around a, you know, diverse group of people and you know the first class was just it was overwhelming and I was like oh man you're <laughs> like what have I got myself into? <laughs> like oh, yeah. what did I get myself into I was like this is what you wanted like you wanted to do a master's program like and the way our program is set up is you it's literally just two years in a row mm-hmm. like it's just there's no breaks or maybe about like one break in between you know maybe for the summer uh, but it's really just like you are working for two years and you're yes. you're doing all the stuff yes. and like the first class is more of just like you know leadership skills um like you know basically good life skills and one of the things that I actually have a funny story but the first the first class that we had I hate icebreakers. Like I hate them. Like legit hate them with a passion. And Cellini made all of us go up, say our name, like where we're from and what school we went to. Easy enough, right? Mm -mm. I hate public speaking too. And so when I went up there, I stood there and my mind went blank. And I forgot basically who I was. So that was good. Forgot my name. I was like, I don't know who I am. So <laughs> this is a loaded question. <laughs> so I, I stood up there and I was like, I was like in my head, like, what is even my name right now? I was like, who am I? What am I doing here? And so like, oddly enough, like it, it takes me a while to get comfortable with people. So like in that, spe- in in that aspect, I was like, I'm not comfortable yet. And he's making me really like uncomfortable at the start. And mm-hmm. so I was like, you know, you're just going to have to do it. And so, I mean, it took me a good, like, it was a good, like one minute of silence and everyone was looking at me and I was like, this is my worst nightmare right now. <laughs> my worst nightmare. And so I finally did it. I like said my name or whatever. And I was just like, wow, if this is how it's going to go, I am not going to last. <laughs> Enough for it. <laughs> And so I, after I got over that, I was just like, I just have to get comfortable with the people. I'm just like, I I hate like being forced to just Mm -hmm. like, you know, get right into like, get into that stuff kind of quick and like introducing yourself to people. But that's what the program does. They make you network with people. And that's the huge thing that they're on, which is obviously great because I networked with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, old teammate, but still. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, so then I was like, am I cut out for this? And this whole, you know, for the first, like, for the first six months, like, cause we started in July and like all the way until December, I was like, am I like really actually cut out for this? Like, I don't, I don't know if I am. And then I just had to like, I kind of went back like with my self talk and I was like, no, you're like, you got into the program. Not, not many people can. So like, you're obviously here for a reason. And then, you know, I went back to being like, well, I started comparing myself to other people and, you know, that's just something mm-hmm. that I've mm-hmm. been in, like, that's been ingrained in us for a while. It was like, yeah. you know, you're not as good as this girl, but, you know, you still got good qualities. So I was just like, uh, I started comparing myself to my other classmates that, you know, they lived here and they already had stuff, you know, going on. They had internships and I was like freaking out. I was like, I don't have an internship. I don't know what I want to do. And so ever like I talked to like to our, our advisor and she's like it's okay like you don't have to have something right now you're like still figuring it out um so that was a huge transition and I was just like I kept going back and forth with like am I good at like am I good enough for this mm-hmm. program am I good enough to like keep going like should I drop out and then I was like no you like you're not a quitter, so don't drop out. <laughs> so like that whole like athlete self-talk thing is still it's still real and oh yeah it still makes you like are you actually like are you good enough still and that's the thing that like I struggle with still is like am I gonna make it (laughs) you know am I gonna make it to graduation is actually the real thing that I'm thinking of right now um it's hard but you know we did 
I mean, we did sport all our life and that was challenging too. So like, this is just a different type of challenge. So, uh, but the program is good. I, I've met some, you know, good people. I've met some good connections. Um, and then I kind of narrowed down to what, um, I think I want to do, but I'm not, not totally sure. So. Which again, is like all a part of the journey. Yes, it is. (laughs) Everything that you, you touched on from, you know, another transition, right? Life was, yeah. Another life transition, new place, new school, new, again, environment. So, and you're interning in our, you're entering at, was it UC? Was it UC UC Irvine? Yeah. And then you just recently started a new internship with USA Water Polo? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So cool. And, you know, what I recall from those experiences or being in all of those internships, like in those times you find out what you either like or what you really don't like. You're like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's this really interesting time where you feel unsettled. You're like, okay, I don't know what my life is, where I'm going, what I am doing. I'm doing these internships. Yeah. But it's such a necessary like process. And you'll, you'll get to the other side and you'll look back and you're like, oh, that is why I did that. And that's <laughs> here and like all makes sense for the most yeah. part. But it's so cool that you are, you know, in that part of your journey, going through your master's program and trying new experiences. And you and I had a chance to talk on the phone last week and we talked Mm -hmm. about some of your dreams and helping current and former athletes with, you know, some of the challenges that you encountered along the way. So go ahead and share some of those dreams with us. Yeah. So, I mean, this was kind of just recent, um, but I have a few things I was like, Ooh, like this would be cool to do. Um, but I think for me, the biggest thing was just helping athletes in the best way possible. You know, Mm -hmm. I didn't get that much support that I wanted to, um, Mm -hmm. during my time. And I, you know, what my story is, you know, it's a very odd story. Um, but it's also pretty common, you know, people get kicked off teams. Um, you know, some take it better than others, but for me, that was kind of just like the little thing I needed to be like, this is like, it drove me to want to work in sports. And so, you know, her saying like, you're not a good fit, like you don't fit in. Um, you don't look the way we want you to. Um, so that, that really hit me hard. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I want to do like research in like body image in sports, um, both women and men. Cause you know, it's Mm -hmm. really it's really prevalent in women, but you know, we don't talk about the men's side. Like, right. Do men have body image Mm -hmm. issues? Like, we don't know. Um, but I know a lot of athletes struggle with that and I, and I still do, um, you know, trying to figure out the whole fitness life without (laughs) someone yelling at you. (laughs) It's so real. Mm -hmm. And like, you get to work out when you want to work out, which, you know, for me, at least, like, I'm pretty good. Like, I, you know, try to work out every day at least. But mm-hmm. I just had a transition with that. And I was like, you know what? Um, I did some, you know, research in body image and sports, like, in undergrad. And I really liked that. And then um, coming up, we have a master's project for um, my master's. And so mm-hmm. I want to do research in like body image in women's sports, um, and men's sports. So not just women and kind of seeing the difference, you know, do men feel this way? Um, kind of what factors into all of that. Um, so that's one thing I want to do. And then the other thing is, um, it's a very, like, it's a very, you know, big, big dream, but you know, I'm going to put it out there. Anyways. I'm all about it. Let's hear it. <laughs> um, I want to, run USA Gymnastics. That's, that's wow. what I want to do. So, um, that's amazing. I know, I know it's big and it might be, you know, mm-hmm. not, you know, I might not get to that, but I think that, you know, going through, 
you know, the sport management program and then, you know, doing all these internships um, and all of that. Like, I want to do something with USA Gymnastics. Like, I want to rebuild that part. Mm. Um, as much as I have gotten a break, I think, like, I'm ready to, like, kind of step back into it a little. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so definitely with that or um, I want to – work for the United States Olympic Committee. So mm -hmm. um, something with the USOC, I'm not really sure what, but I went to this like teams, um, Team USA symposium that they have every year in March. And that really like, I have never felt like the way I felt about gymnastics. I was like, yes, I found something. <laughs> I wanna yeah. do it. <laughs> I'm gonna run with it. And then I kind of was like, well, let's be like realistic about it. And I was like, it, it's really hard to get, you know, into that area. And I was like, but, you know, you can't put yourself down right now. You just have to keep, keep going. So yes. that is definitely a goal. Um, but yeah, something with like USA Gymnastics, something with yeah. USOC, um, but also working in college athletics. So like, yeah, I worked with awesome. clients. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, maybe athletic director, I don't really know. They're there's just so many options that I could do, but right now those are kind of the two areas. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing is something like you're doing, um, just creating like a platform for former athletes, um, probably both men and women to mm -hmm. kind of just like, basically kind of like a big like chat room, you know, yeah. like, you know, we're on Instagram or on social media, but like, there's not really a space that we can like all come, you know, together, like, and kind of just talk about like our experiences with like, with no judgment, with, you know, no media saying, you know, this mm -hmm. and that. Um, so kind of creating that platform, um, whether it be on Twitter, whether it be on Instagram, you know, podcasts mm -hmm. like you're right. doing. Um, but yeah, kind of creating that space where we can, you know, we can talk about the, you know, difficulties of transitioning out of sport whether that be mental health you know mm -hmm. struggling with body image trying to figure out how to work how to use the gym when you really don't know how to because yeah. I don't want to do that <laughs> um and then like you know group fitness classes are you know what I like what I'm well I work mm -hmm. for one so like group fitness classes actually make me feel like an athlete again yeah um, so like having someone yell at you I don't know why. I don't know what it is. Oh. I think I'm just used to that. Yeah. No, it, it completely makes sense for us. I, I, I found my, my finally found like what works for me. And that is going to like a studio where I am being yes. through spin, through like climb, through yoga. So, yep. Nope. Totally. Right. There um, well, if you're looking for another thing to try, I don't know if anyone's had her, mm -hmm. has heard of it, but uh -huh. Orange Theory Fitness. Yeah. I, I work for them. Oh, um, awesome. I work for one down here. I started one in Seattle. I actually heard about it from a former teammate um, who was on, like, we were, she was, like, the student coach at the time. She also, you know, had to medical, so that was a whole mm. other thing, and so we kind of connected on, you know, that, and she was like, you should try this. Like, it's, you know, similar to someone yelling at you, but, like, they're not really <laughs> yelling at you. Right. Um, they're more of, like, motivating you yeah. to do it. <laughs> Um, so I found that really helpful and yeah, I, I joined them, uh, and I really liked it and I, you know, I, I went like three to four times a week and, you know, uh, felt good about myself. And then, you know, I was like, you know what, I want to work here. Um, cause I've never felt that environment before. Like I've never felt such mm -hmm. a very like welcoming, energized, yeah. like, no one's telling you that you're doing everything wrong. Like everything is your fault. <laughs> so yeah. like, I was like, wow, this is so different. Um, yeah. So yeah. Then, oh, yeah. Wow. So if you want to try it out, it's great. Um, but yeah, it's good. Uh, well, so good. All of it was <laughs> so good. I mean, from your dreams and there's definitely people that I can connect you with and that people part of the Her Sports Story community we can connect you with. Um, to help you kind of get a glimpse into various areas, whether that is the Olympic Committee or USAG. So uh, this is just the beginning. <laughs> just the beginning. Oh, man. So cool. Oh, yeah. I just, 
I always have to remind myself that it's it's a marathon, not a sprint. And as much yeah. as you want to sprint, <laughs> you gotta you gotta stay on that long path. So it's kind yeah. of my little motto right now. So good. Well, before we wrap up here, where can people come in contact with you or follow you? Um, I mean, I have Facebook, but I don't think anyone uses Facebook. Um, <laughs> um, so Instagram, mm-hmm. um, my handle is E-M-L-E-E-1129. Um, so if you want to follow me, you can. I also have Twitter at the same handle. Um, but Beth follows me, so, yeah. or BB. Mm-hmm. I can right. only refer to you as BB. <laughs> <laughs> this is my uh, childhood nickname. <laughs> BB, which I I loved. I I mean I'm for it. You can call me BB for the I rest. Mean, of I, don't, <laughs> uh, I don't even know how. I think because like our coaches called you that, and like yeah, since we were like we weren't in the same level. Like I just because you're technically like my role mo- like role model. Like we looked up oh, to you. So like I was like, oh, I want to do all that stuff that BB's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, like, it was maybe like, I'll bring it back. Maybe that'll, you know, maybe I'll change it up. That'll be, like, my <laughs> elevated persona <laughs> being a badass. I just, like, I, like, I think all the older girls are just very, uh-huh. like, it was just, like, you know, being that young and, like, seeing yeah. mm-hmm. everyone, like, all the, like, level 10s, like, all the, you know, almost going to college, um, like that was like really cool for me. I was like, that's what I want to do. Like that, like kind of really like sparked the like, I want to go to college and do college gymnastics. So, um, oh, so cool. <laughs> so, so nice. I'm super flattered over here. Uh, but you know, uh, our podcast or her sports story podcast, it has a final question that I have asked mm-hmm. everyone thus far. So, if you were in a room with 50 to 100 athletes who had completely lost their purpose in life after sport and are unsure of what direction to go next, what advice would you give them? Oof, I'm coming out with the hard question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, I don't have a lot of things. I think the one thing is just like appreciate like what you had in those moments of being an athlete um, they're never gonna, they're never gonna go away, but you can use them to your advantage and kind of use them to find other things. It's gonna be really, really hard. Don't get me wrong. Like, mm-hmm. you, you might feel <laughs> like you really don't want to do anything. You want to, you know, sit in your room for the whole entire day, which, you know, it's perfectly, perfectly fine. Yep. But, you know, you got to find something that, you know, you kind of like and kind of go with that. And, you know, unfortunately, be comfortable with being uncomfortable, as Cellini would like to say. (laughs) But, yeah, I think just appreciating those moments and then, you know, taking that with you and then kind of finding something else that, um, you know, that you find at least remotely interesting. But, yeah, I think that's the best advice I can give. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I loved hearing about your journey and I know that everything that you've experienced, you are going to just mold and transition into this beautiful purpose that you are in love with. So thanks so much for being here. Of course. Thanks for having me.